It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. All right, it is another episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell. As always, you can follow at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, at Locked on NFL Net on Twitter and Instagram. And as well, you can listen to me on 106.7 The Fan in the Washington, D.C. area and Radio.com worldwide from uh, the app, any phone Anywhere, radio.com. And that's how you can also listen to my guy, Earl Forsey, who makes his return to the Locked On Redskins podcast. He is the host of Countdown to Kickoff, 8 a.m. Eastern Time every Sunday before the Redskins play. And what do you know, on Sunday, Earl, they actually won a game. How are you, pal? I'm doing fine. You caught me uh, right after I lost my fantasy game in heartbreaking fashion, but I'm going to try to. I've heard a little bit about this. You're a little upset at Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) now that you mention it, I got Lamar Jackson last week, and I got Mark Ingram this week. And and your favorite team? Oh, thanks for reminding me of that. I feel even worse now. And your favorite team, the Baltimore Ravens, right? You love everyone from Baltimore, right? Yeah, it's one of my passions. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's talk about the Redskins, who do come off of that win. Earl, there's been so much talk about the Dwayne Haskins uh, celebration selfie. I, I don't really want to get into that. Overall, how would you evaluate him on Sunday? And how would you evaluate him so far now with three starts under his belt? Well, I think, okay, three starts. I think we're seeing progress. But that had to happen because the first start we saw, it wasn't very good. And In the first, first couple of halves yep. of football that he played before he was a starter. So it's... I think you're seeing some progress very slow. You're not seeing awful game, awful game, awful game. Now, the numbers from this week, again, don't look very good. I mean, there wasn't much there uh, statistically. But what you did see, and Bill Callahan talked about this in the presser on Monday, in the fourth quarter, it was kind of his point was in money time, he made some Mm -hmm. plays. Now, did he lead a 90-yard drive for a touchdown to win it? No. But when they got the turnover – Hit one pass. Now it was a great catch, more than a great pass Mm -hmm. to kind of set up the field goal. But you know what? In the fourth quarter, in a close game, when he wasn't having a good game, he did enough to help the team win. And that's something that's progress in my mind because we've had quarterbacks here in the past, and there's a lot of quarterbacks around the NFL. But recently, a lot of numbers, a lot of stats. But when a guy's having a bad game, that's when the Redskins would lose. Now, I know it's Detroit. Third worst defense in the NFL coming into the week. They didn't have their quarterback. They couldn't do much offensively either. But you know what? When you've lost four in a row and you've got a franchise floundering right now like the Redskins are, any any win's a good win. And to the emotion there from the team, from some of the fans, and you can talk about the selfie everything, but you know what? 
it was a feel-good moment for the Redskins. I Chris, agree. there haven't been any, well, really, this well, year until then. You know, it, it was a validation for the players and the coaches that, you know, work very hard. Uh, the players sacrifice their body. The coaches work 90, 100 hours a week. It's also a validation for the fan base, the ones that still do make the weekly or occasional pilgrimage to the concrete jungle that go out there on windy days, bad weather days, cold days, deal with all the opponent's fans. Um, and they're and, still and, and there. And deal with all the criticism. It's validation for them because they had not won a home game since October 21st of 2018 against the Cowboys. Earl, when you spend that kind of money, invest that kind yeah. of time, you want some kind of validation. You don't care about the number one or the number two overall No, pick. and you know what? And that's not a done deal either. Right. You know, I mean, they may end up not winning a game again and end up Correct. with a number two pick. You know, you don't worry about that stuff. Uh, right now, and like you said, and we have talked about this on the air the other night, on the fan that I think, you know, that fan base, that's still there. And I know what the the, the newspaper polls mm-hmm. say about the Redskins bleeding fans and not the favorite team. I understand that. We get calls. We hear the negativity. You're on Twitter. You see a bunch of the neg- tw- negativity. But those fans there, and even, you know, the fans that were there when Haskins was taking selfies, celebrating with them, there is still that fan base there. I told you the other night, I still think that's the silent majority of Redskin fans, the base fans that just want to see the team win. Right. Just, they don't, and maybe it's wrong to say, but I think the majority of them, look, don't really care if Bruce Allen is running the team or Bruce Wayne is running the team. They're not really concerned about, they just want to see a product on the field that they can cheer for. And you cheer, and it's good to win. I mean, it's sports. You you, you cheer for a team. You're a fan of the team because you want to see the team win. And in the end, I think... Haskins is a guy, by doing even what he did, and I know it caught the ire of a lot of people, but that ingratiated himself with the fans, the ones that were there. And I think a lot of fans see that. And I I told you on the air, to me, as a longtime Washingtonian, as a longtime uh, member of the media, a member of the media, and look, a a fan, grew up a fan of the Redskins and still love them. You are very much a Redskins fan. You know, to me, it was good. Seeing that passion, what I know he missed a play and all Correct. that, but that shows passion. That shows a guy. It's not about selling T-shirts or the latest catchphrase right. or or putting up numbers so I can get a big free agent contract right well, now. I mean, it's Simba a kid. It's does a have kid. a clothing line, though. It's you, a kid I... <laughs> that seems to care about winning yes. and losing. Yes. And it's a kid that was really excited yes. that he won a game in his hometown in front of a lot of friends and family probably out there at FedEx Field. That is great to see because we haven't seen enough of that. There's been too much. They're going through the motions, players that don't care, coaches that don't care. That kid, and he's not the only one, but he seems to care. My lasting image from Sunday, rather than the celebration selfie, was the hug and conversation, and I can't wait to ask Kevin O'Connell about what exactly he said. That hug, that embrace, that validation, that release, that's to me what I'll remember from Sunday as opposed to some stupid right, selfie. Right, which gets lost because right. of the national story about right. the selfie right. and Of course, you don't hear anything play, about that, right? Which so is what gets lost. To bring that up. That was great. Morgan Moses on the sideline yep. had a lot to say to him, Absolutely. it seemed. Um, he talked about in his presser, Terry McLaurin. He and Terry McLaurin yep. had a moment after the game as well, kind of talking to themselves, and McLaurin, because he's he was the senior at Ohio State, Dwayne Haskins right. was the kid, so it's still that way here. 
McLaurin is kind of the guy I think that's on his side, and he mentioned it. Terry was, he said, Terry was always a guy that believed in me, even at Ohio yep. State. So that's a good connection there. There's some chemistry, oh, and sure. I think. And he said they it's talked about better. they talked about both of them like we're the guys, we're the new breed, yep. we're the future of this team. Yep. We've got to make this happen. This is great. It's the first time, but it's not going to be a last time. What is holding back this offense right now in your eyes? Maybe coaching. Really? Um, and, and something that, you know, we brought up the Ravens. Look, they've got a second-year quarterback, a guy that they basically renovated the house. They tore all the walls out, took the bathroom, the floors, right. and they remodeled yep. remodeled everything yep. offensively for Lamar Jackson. Yes. You do well, that when you, you draft a first-round pick. Okay, well, you got a 15th, right? number 15 pick here Understood. who is not a runner like Lamar Jackson. What he is is a kid, a young quarterback that seemingly for a young guy who has not played a lot of football, understands a lot about the game. He can read it. It seems like he can read the field, what they need to do, but he is a he's he's a big kid with a strong arm, with a gun. And what he did play a lot of Ohio State success, that's a spread offense. He wasn't playing under center. You know, you've got, in my opinion, if Haskins is your guy, and I think he's got to be his right now, he's got to be your guy. You got to work with this. And I don't think it's a bad thing, but you better find someone who's going to tailor the offense to him, start giving him more options. Uh, you know, maybe play more where he's taking shotgun snaps or pistol snaps, that type of thing. Spread it out a little bit. Do what he did at Ohio. Bring Urban Meyer in here. I don't know what you do, but, you know, to try to squeeze him and fit him in there and put him in a, quote, pro-style offense, Callahan or before that, Gruden. See, that's the thing you can't do. You've got to find a way to make things work for him right. rather than him make your things work. Right. More of a spread, yeah. quick read, spread, yeah. quick. Uh, maybe uh, pare down some of the terminology, which I have all, you know, like people are going to take that negatively. Uh, oh, he he's not smart. No, 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 no. I've had coaches, I've had players, multiple coaches, multiple players telling me the terminology in Jay Gruden's offensive system, entirely too long, uh, entirely too We've seen the John Gruden videos, yes. the old training camp NFL films videos, and I was telling you about this. There's one with Chris Sims when he was quarterback under yeah. Gruden in Tampa they're calling plays. Gruden is neck. This is John Gruden calling plays in his ear next but Jay to him. But was a part of that staff. Yeah. For a little well, bit. John Gruden, all these fancy Spider Two, Y Banana, X, you know, what right. all this stuff. And Sims would hear it. Gruden was right next to him. Turn around and have to relay the play to the huddle. He couldn't do it. Yeah. And he kept. And Gruden was getting so mad. Yeah. And he kept telling him, "It's this. It's this. It's this." He turned around and he would forget yeah. it. The so, Grudens yeah. are really smart. They're just too complicated. Almost too smart. And sometimes. almost too smart for their own yeah. uh, good. All right, we're going to continue with Earl Forsey in just a couple of moments. Hang tight, guys, right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Earl is the host of Countdown to Kickoff each and every Redskins Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern on 106.7 The Fan and the Radio.com app. Make sure you check it out for some good radio pregame with my guy Earl Forsey, who rejoins us next. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell here, Locked On Redskins. Attention, past, present, and future MyBookie players. It's almost Thanksgiving time. And during Thanksgiving week, MyBookie is offering a risk-free bet 
on the Bears and Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congratulations. You've got some extra holiday spending money, especially with Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. If you lose, congratulations to you as well. My bookie will give all of your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk. It's not turkey. It's all gravy. Doesn't matter whether you're experienced first time, my bookie welcomes you all in and to celebrate Thanksgiving. Just log on to mybookie.ag and make your first deposit with the promo code locked on, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of the risk free bet. Let me repeat that's a guaranteed deposit match and a risk free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply can not lose. MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you. We continue along with the Locked On Redskins podcast. And we continue along with my guy, Earl Forsey. Make sure you follow him at Earl Forsey on Twitter, at Earl Forsey, F-O-R-C-E-Y. And again, listen to him on Countdown to Kickoff before each and every Redskins Sunday game, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 106.7 The Fan of the Radio.com app. One or two more things real quickly before yep. we let you go uh, and run out of time. The Josh Norman situation. Now, they, they said, they said it was because Josh was banged up and he thought it would be in the best interest to play younger guys and, and all that. He played a couple of snaps on special teams. Was he benched or was this a convenient front so it didn't look so bad? Or is he, in your opinion, legitimately banged up enough that that's plausible to believe that he would have hurt the team by playing cornerback? The answer is yes. I mean, mean, kind of, I think, a little bit. He's been banged up. Yes, it was a convenient way because of injury. Josh is really hobbling. Look at that defense. Look at the way the corners played. Look at what Fabian Moreau did finally on the outside. On the outside. Quentin Dunbar has been ranked number one this year among corners. PFF. Yes. uh, Pro football focus. Now, they're not always right, but they are. I mean, I didn't see every corner, but Quentin Dunbar has been amazing. I test, Chris. Look at. I know in Detroit didn't have Matthew Stafford. That's a shadow of that offense. They had really good receivers. Did you hear Kenny Holiday? Or Marvin Jones Right, they have, I mean, I, I know you're not facing maybe Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, right. but that's a pretty good that's set of receivers. That's a good receiver crew. Um, and that secondary played well. Yep. They started putting more pressure. Now, because it was a quarterback that they felt they could rattle. Correct. Probably. But, man, that looked like a total. They was aggressive in the second yep. half. So, look, and this is a topic that Monday, we spent Monday on the radio in D.C., all about Haskins and the selfie and the reaction. Not one, I don't think, I didn't hear any, I didn't do any either, talk about Josh Norman being benched and it's likely over, finally, for Josh Norman in D.C. Part of this is, and Callahan said when he was asked about it Sunday after the game, 
that, well, this was coaches, you know, throughout the week, we kind of made that decision. We sat down with Josh. He was very careful to say he's handled it well. He's a pro. I right. love the guy. Okay, Great that's leader, fine. All, okay. The, all the stuff that I have heard just the opposite of. Okay, so he was not, he was going to be benched, sat, quote, slash injury, right. but benched, okay? But here's what happened. Somehow someone got to it or changed their mind because Josh Norman has active roster Correct. bonus incentives. So someone did him a solid. Yes. Let him sit on the bench, come in and just stand there on special teams yes. on extra points and field goals. And I told you my plan would have been Haskins didn't make it back on the field for the D down, kneel down. They should have sent Josh Norman out there out to there. take the snap, kneel down, and win the game. Does he play in Carolina this week where wow, he, of course, that's, came? You know, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, It's crazy. It's his right? return to Carolina. Because yeah. they I'm played, gonna... Carolina played, I mean, Josh played against Carolina, but it was here. And, you know, they had an injury in that game, and Norman didn't come off the bench yeah. either. Right. Um, Simeon Thomas. Simeon Thomas. Boy, I'd say maybe 50-50 that, yeah. that maybe they let him if he's – I'm healthy enough. I wonder right. maybe they get him in, but I'm guessing my guess is they stick with what they did this weekend. Stick with the guys who started. Let them play again. I, right? I, I mean, I think you have to do that. I think Josh will be active yeah. uh, unless he suffers another injury, but I just don't know if he's going to play a whole lot um, and if he's going to play at all. One last thing. Yeah. Uh, you've talked about this on the radio, and we probably need to address this. Um, we don't know because it, it, as we record this, it's only late Monday night, and we won't know anything really until Wednesday. Ryan Kerrigan suffered a concussion, had to leave Sunday's win early. Uh, you've had all the statistics uh, that I've heard all day. I forget it's 143 straight games or something 139 like that. 139 starts in a row, most among row. linebackers. Right. So, Mr. Reliable, NFL. Mr. Dependable, uh, the durability, the availability that I crave, right? Uh, I think the Redskins generally do a bad job of, 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 um, of valuing that. Let's, let's just put it that way. In Ryan Kerrigan's case, they more than valued it, and he delivered. He hasn't having a great year. There's nobody that can say he is, but he's still important. It's I got to be honest with you, Earl. It's going to make me a little sad if he can't. I, I know yeah. you don't know if he's going to play this no. game or not. I mean, we we all don't know, and we might not know until Saturday. It's going to make me sad if that streak comes to an end. I and love it may, Ryan Kerrigan. And it may now. Boy, concussions. Yeah. I mean, look at the history of this yeah. team this year. Yes. When, when concussions happen. Yes. Those guys aren't playing yes. that week. Certainly. No, you're right. Um, and, and I love Ryan had, Kerrigan. I hate. I that think this I think fans love him. Look, Ryan Kerrigan and Trent Williams. They've been really the core Redskins right. now for the last seven or yep. eight years, right? And They're Trent the is gone, and... and Trent. We know what happened there, yep. and it's not the same with Ryan Kerrigan. But that would be sad because that's a guy that, even if healthy, who knows what the future holds for him with the Redskins. Uh, all the, the indications are that they want him to retire a Redskin right. and be a lifetime Redskin. He wants, I think, that as well. Hope so, yeah. So, you know, maybe it's not you'll never see him again, even if he doesn't play or can't play maybe the rest mm -hmm. of the year. Who knows? I mean, you only have. Well, he's still under contract for one more year. Right. They could but, trade him, obviously. Right, and that's the thing. Was You're either going to have to think about extending mm -hmm. him or maybe make something happen in the offseason. So I wouldn't go that far yet, but yeah. It, it's a storyline this week because he is, like I said, he's a core Redskin. He has been Mr. Redskin on defense, really the most, one of the most recognizable, dependable, yeah, I agree. productive Redskins since he was drafted. I mean, you know, people can rip on some of the picks they've made, but that was a first rounder that worked out pretty well. Middle Absolutely. of the first round, 2011, 
He's been from day one one of the best players in that Redskins defense. You you remember that was via a trade. They traded down, and who did they bypass when they traded down? Oh, I can't remember that far back. Too many. J.J. Watt. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he was taken, I think, with the 11th or 12th pick or something like that. They had the 10th pick, and they drafted and they traded down. Well, you know, but it's they, worked they, out. They okay picked for up the a Redskins. bunch of other picks. And yeah. J.J. Watt, as great as he has been, he's yeah. been injured a lot. A lot. Ryan Kerrigan. 13 sacks in each of the last two years, and what has he got, like, uh, close to 90 And, Chris, how sacks? much of a product of that is? Again, we, we don't know about the, the defensive the coaching. You, and, sure. look, at there's a lot of guys that Absolutely. are struggling that shouldn't be no struggling. Doubt. I think you can look at that, and with the right, who knows what changes they make. But there seems to me to be a lot more talent on that defense unless I'm reading it totally wrong, than the production they're getting out of that defense. More than fair. My man, Earl right. Forsey, you can listen to him on 1067thefanradio.com app, Sirius XM as well. 8 a.m. Eastern time, Redskins fans on Sunday morning for three hours, countdown to kickoff. He's got all sorts of sound. He's got all sorts of good interviews, analysis, your calls, opinions. He'll get you set up for each and every Redskins game starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time on 1067thefanradio.com app, available anywhere. Uh, that you can download the app. My man, Earl Forsey. Thanks, pal. Appreciate you. Yep, as good always. talking to you as always. All right. Redskins fans, we're back in a flash to finish it up on the Locked on Redskins podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, let's wrap it up with this on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Russell. Um, Look, so... Earl and I kind of referenced it a couple of times. By now, you probably heard. If you're a diehard Redskins fan, if you're a casual Redskins fan, why else would you be listening to this podcast about the celebration selfie game with Dwayne Haskins at the end of Sunday's win? Um, Listen, Joe Theismann said it was unprofessional and immature. A lot of people around the NFL have weighed in. Uh, Bill Callahan said, you know, it was not the right thing to do. He, They talked. Uh, you know, lesson learned, all that good stuff. Dwayne admitted as well that he got too hyped, too se- he needed to be. I don't think it's ever going to happen again. I am not one of these guys that thinks you cannot make a mistake and rebound from it. Should he have done it? No. Was it the right thing to do? No. Do I ever want to see it again? Absolutely not. Did I think it was the end of the world? No. It didn't cost the Redskins. Now, I might feel differently. I probably would feel differently if he got a personal foul, if they lost the game because of something stupid that he did. It was stupid, ultimately, but organic in the nature of, again, it's a kid, a 22-year-old kid, having an emotional outburst, but not an emotional outburst of negativity, of positivity. So I will take that kind of negative outburst or outburst, I should say, rather than a negative outburst, right? Would you want that? No. So I want, you know, I want him to learn from this. I want him to never do it again. 
until after the game. Then he can celebrate and hop into the, you know, at first I was like, well, you know, is it really any different than doing the Lambeau leap or anything else that you see any other kind of celebration? And why that's not a valid argument is because they don't miss plays doing that. The problem is, is in this particular case, Dwayne Haskins missed a kneel down. So again, was it a good look? No. Was it the right thing to do? No. Was it, the worst thing you've ever seen? Of course not. Was it anything egregious? No. Would you rather see this kind of outburst than a negative? Of course. Do you, again, want to see it again? No. Would you be madder if it cost the Redskins? Yes. And so would everybody. This is more just a we don't see this kind of thing very often. And now we've seen it, and we also have to understand and constantly adjust the radar of how today's 22-year-old thinks and operates as opposed to a 42-year-old or a 22-year-old back in 1983. We have to continuously adjust our thinking and our prism. I do, too, and you do as well. All right, that's how we're going to leave it. No big deal. Don't do it again. Win a game on the road. That's what I want to see you do, and I want to see you play better against a pretty good pass rush in Carolina. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us. Happy Thanksgiving in case we don't uh, hear from each other since then, or until then, I should say. Uh, Enjoy it with your family and friends. And, oh, by the way, the Redskins don't play on Thanksgiving, which is a good thing, on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.